Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. And we are delighted to continue our conversation with Samantha Edis. Sam is a work-life expert whose goal is to find the spark within each one of us and turn it into a fire. She's also a best-selling author, a Harvard MBA, a writer for Forbes, a sought-after speaker. And uh, when we talk about best-selling author, her fifth book is just out. It's The Pie Life, a guilt-free recipe for success and satisfaction. And we've been talking about work-life balance for the entire show. Uh, We also have in studio a guest co-host whose voice is becoming familiar to you. Clarice (laughs) Connolly is a coach here in San Diego, California. Clarice, you want to talk about the book? Yeah. So you've interviewed 100 or so of women, and for the book... um, Uh, Did you forget how to speak English? I did. I (laughs) did. I was just so caught off guard. I'm so sorry. So you mentioned that you'd interviewed a a lot of women, and um, going over the book, I was just wondering, from Shonda Rhimes to Sally Krawcheck, it says, can you share a story or two that stood out from interviewing them for this book? Sure. Well, one of the, the my favorite stories has to do with creating boundaries around your work. And what happens with so many of us is, with the career slice is, you know, we used to live in a nine to five world where at five o'clock we could just shut off mm-hmm. and expect to return to our desk at 9 a.m. the next day. And that was it. Um, today, if you didn't check email or connect with your office in some way after 5 p.m. and you return to your office the next day at 9, you might be out of a job or the industry could have changed. Right. You know, you just never know. So it's up to us. It's no longer about the company creating our boundaries. It's about us creating our own boundaries. Um, and so one of my favorite stories is from Shonda Rhimes, who there's probably no busier woman on the planet than right. Shonda. She as a you know has four TV shows on air right now. She is a single mother of three kids, mm-hmm. and she has an email signature that says, "If this is after seven p.m. or on weekends, I will not be checking email. If you work for me, please put down your phone." Nice. And oh, cool. I mean, not all of us have bosses like that, but I do think it's a lesson. I love using that example. I mean, if the busiest woman on the planet can set those boundaries, then anyone can. Mm. And I think that's just an important thing for us all to remember. Um, You know, another story I love is about guilt, which is I interviewed Susie Welch, who was the former editor-in-chief of Harvard Business Review. And Susie said that when um, she was... When she was a, a mom and editor in chief, she had four kids. She has four kids and was was busy, busy, busy. And she was invited to give a speech to a group of insurance executives in Hawaii. And just as right before she was leaving for the trip, she felt so guilty leaving her four kids that she ended up inviting two of them along on the trip. So she decided to take her youngest two and right before her speech, she enrolled them in a hula dancing class so that they'd be occupied during her speech. Amazing. And midway, you know where this is going, Christopher, but midway through the speech, the doors burst open and the kids (laughs) in hula skirts are running down the aisle And she said at that moment, she knew something was terribly wrong with her life. And 
I think that, you know, any time we're making decisions based on guilt, they're bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really important to think about losing the guilt for good because nobody is winning when we're guilty. Our health suffers, our, you know, no one wants to hang out with someone who's with them out of guilt, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no one winning when you're feeling guilty. The best thing you can do to prevent guilt is to be as present as possible wherever you are. So if you're at work and you're giving 110%, it's a lot easier to go home and shut it off. And if you're with your kids at night and you're turning off your phone for two hours or an hour and a half and just really focusing on them and listening to what they have to say and spending every minute gazing into their eyes and just engaging with them, that's far better than eight hours of distracted parenting. And it's a lot easier than the next morning to go to work and not be thinking about home because you've given your best at home. I want to I want to go back. I love what you're saying, but I also, you know, it's uh, uh, sort of like when you talked about Beyonce. When we think about Shonda Rhimes, here's a woman who's arguably at the top of her game, at the top of potentially everyone's game in in television land. Um, I wonder if you have different advice or if it changes for people who are employees. Do you know who who need to maybe set some boundaries to be better at this work-life balance piece, but at the same time may have a boss whose expectation is that you're the first one in, the last one out, and available 24 hours. How, how, do, you, yeah. how do you deal with and that? And clearly, you know, entrepreneurs like us have an easier time with that, right? I mean, right. because we're in some ways, you know, it's in some ways being an entrepreneur, I always say every day is like death by a thousand cuts mm-hmm. because you have to make constant decisions with your time. And I know that as entrepreneurs, we sometimes dream of someone telling us you have to be at the office from nine to six or whatever it is, right? right? Because then you're not having to make all those constant decisions. But at the same time, when you are working for someone else, it can be really challenging to set your own boundaries. And so I, you know, I, I do tons of speaking at corporations and it's tricky because I can be talking to a group of 200 people, you know, some of which have great managers and some of which have really awful managers. And I'm saying, set your own boundaries. (laughs) So, um, so it's important to be realistic, but at the same time I worked with a woman and I think this is a great example for us, um, who every day starting at four o'clock, she would avoid meeting the gaze of any of her coworkers because she was so paranoid that they were going to put something on her desk or invite her into a late meeting. And, you know, it really, it was awful for her. And then at home, she was totally unpredictable to her babysitter who expected her home at six o'clock and she would often get home much later than that. Mm -hmm. And as her son got older, he would call her at the office and ask when she was coming home. And so the last two hours of her day were totally unproductive every day. So after a lot of coaxing, I convinced her to talk to her manager and to say, I'm leaving the office every day at 5.30 unless there's a deadline or an emergency, in which case I'm the first person to stay late. Mm -hmm. But for my my life to run properly at home, I'm going to need to do this. But as I said, if you ever need to reach me, here's my phone number, home number. You can always reach me there, and I'll be back online at 8 o'clock. And she said it took her colleagues like you know five or six weeks to get used to it. But they did, and suddenly she said she was getting so much more done because the last part of her day was no longer unproductive. Mm -hmm. And the people at home had a more predictable life, and her colleagues were able to count on her more. So that's the kind of story that I think we need to hear more of, which is realizing, okay, if I can get my, I know what it takes to get my work done. And I also know what it takes for my personal life to run properly. And by the way, I do want to say, having a personal life is not just for people with kids. If you have a goldfish, 
fish or no kids, you still deserve a personal life. <laughs> and two people love each other very much. Sometimes they have a goldfish. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love this vision. What do you, I'm going to take it personally, if you're willing. Uh, what do you struggle with? Now, here you are, you're, you know, you're talking to literally hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions when you've been on television shows about work-life balance. What about at your house? What are you still struggling with? What do you find challenging in living the pie life yourself? Okay, so that's a great question. And I would say here's a two-part answer. Right now, specifically, um, I've been on a 20-city book tour wow. since my book launched only eight weeks ago. And that's been obviously very rough on my family. I have three children under age, you know, 10 and under, and I have a husband who has a career. And so it's been taxing on all of us. And I've tried to construct it in a way where I'm gone every week from like Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday, but it still takes a big toll on my family. Um, and so I've, I've tried really hard to just engage my kids in it as much as possible and tell them everything I'm doing, where I'm going, bring them presents from every city. And they're mostly very excited about the book tour. Um, so that has been a success. And then the other thing, and, and I tell people this and they're shocked, but even if I'm only home for three days, I'll make time for a date night or a coffee with a friend. I try not to lose sight of all of the slices. So that's one thing. Um, but a more global answer in terms of my own life is that in doing this book, I realized that I was really weak in two areas. One is my health because I always put everyone's health ahead of mine in my home. And so I haven't been great about making those regular doctor's appointments and, you know, making sure I'm working out three times a week. Like those are the things for me that fall to the wayside. So I've committed to being much better about that when I get back from my book tour. And then the other thing was the friendship area. So I know that a lot of women are like me. I don't know if Clarice feels this way, but sometimes you think of friends as a luxury, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly a lot of men do that, but women really Mm -hmm. need our friends and Mm -hmm. we often think of them as a luxury. And the thing about friends is that they're not a luxury item. And so in researching the friends chapter, I not only interviewed friendship experts and, you know, really dug into the research here, but one of the studies I cite is there's a 2006 study of breast cancer patients and those with 10 or more friends had a four times higher survival rate than those with less than 10 friends. And then they did the same study with partners, those with partners versus those without partners. And they had no impact on survival. Wow. So I always say to people, your friends can save your life, right? Like, (laughs) really need those friends. Baby, Um, I got to go spend time with my friends because they're going to save my life. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and so one of the things a friendship expert said that really stuck with me is that close friendships are based not only on experiencing things together and spending time together, but also on revealing, which means you're actually revealing something personal about yourself, some struggle you're having or something that's really going on rather than saying everything's great all the time. Well, that music tells us that it's time for another break, uh, inconveniently time. But when we come back, we'll pick it up right here. If you're listening to The Coaching Show, that's Samantha Ettis. You can find out more by going to samanthaettus, that's E-T-T-U-S, dot com, or go pick up the latest book, The Pilot. More with Samantha right after this. 
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. 